0: sisters so sit back relax and let's get creepy welcome to episode 174 and day six of halloween Halloween, (laughs) and in this episode we're going to talk about the nightmare before christmas yeah
1: i like
0: this one uh, (laughs) because i like this day of
1: the week because we get to talk about something you know like that we grew up with like child movies that's always fun like it doesn't have to be
0: spooky yeah
1: yeah spooky adjacent
0: spooky beginner spooky if you yeah. will like when parents are like i want my kid to watch something like creep like you know like gateway
1: yeah like weird like halloween town or hocus pocus or nightmare before christmas
0: fucking halloween town scared the bejesus <laughs> I, <can laughs> love- <laughs> I can love halloween town what was that dude's name? Calabar? Scared the bejesus out yeah. of me. I don't know why. When I was a kid and I it was, was like five scary years- looking. I get okay. it. Okay. Right. I was like four years old or something or five and staring at the TV like, oh my God. <laughs> like, it was <laughs> so scary. Nightmare Before Christmas. So I have not mixed feelings about this movie, just like mixed feelings about the culture around this movie. Okay. Because I was an emo kid. All right. Uh-huh. And you know how everyone like just Jack and Sally, me, me, me. like uh-huh. it just got so sickening to me after a while. I'm
1: so glad you just said that because I figured you were gonna be one of the like <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas Bible beaters. No, I no, would no, no, say no. because that's why I I like Nightmare Before Christmas, but I've said in podcasts before like I don't like the Beatles because everybody freaks out over them. I don't like Night Bef- Nightmare Before Christmas because everybody adores it and it's fucking like stop.
0: I like it and I like seeing it. It just got like, there's, there's certain cringy aspects about it is all (laughs) like, like when I see people put up like Jack and Sally for like Halloween decorations in their yard. Like I see the inflatables I'm like, Oh, that's cute. But then when I also see people like, you know call their significant other Jack Skellington I'm like what you know what I mean (laughs) but then again like when I was a teenager or whatever I think I drew like Jack and Sally for my boyfriend you know like but Mm -hmm. I left it in middle school you know what I mean like right exactly and I, I feel like the
1: people that couldn't leave it in middle school have you know tarnished it a little bit but it's still a great fucking movie
0: yeah no I it is it is a really great movie and I don't even really like have that much to say about it it's just and i didn't actually watch it when i was a kid either really i didn't see it until i was in i think middle school when the teachers put it on because what
1: oh nightmare before christmas was a big one that our teachers would put on when like they just wanted to throw a movie on so that we would leave them alone
0: so you could get sued by disney
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) So I, I just wasn't one of the ones my parents ever bought. And I don't know why. I don't know if there was a reason for it or if it just never made it into the rotation. But I watched it. So my friend Annie was a really big Nightmare Before Christmas fan, even when she was a kid. So it wasn't like, you know, she fell into like the emo kid middle school hype of it. I did. So <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I didn't see it until I was probably in middle school. So it, you know, but I loved it. I would like now, this, like, I watched it when I was making cookies the other day, and every single song, mm-hmm. I'm just be bobbing around my kitchen singing, you know? Yeah. And I'll listen to the great. soundtrack. Yeah. And all the yeah, remakes of the soundtrack. I was going
1: to say, so especially when Alice Cooper remakes it or Marilyn, Man- Marilyn Manson remade it.
0: It's Marilyn Manson, but we don't, we don't talk about Marilyn I Manson anymore. I get it, anymore. but it's a
1: fucking badass song.
0: I know. <laughs> it's painful, but fuck Marilyn Manson. And that's coming from a previous Marilyn Manson stan, okay? Yeah. Fuck Marilyn Manson. Moving on. But yeah, like... And and also Fallout Boy did what's this? I love that cover. That one is so good. I started out like it's what's this? It's so good. It's it's you have to listen to it. Like they did such a good spin on it. It's really good. So like I I will just listen to that. And I can't decide if it's like, you know how it's like the whole debate of like, is it a Halloween movie or is it a Christmas movie? I say both. I know. I sat
1: here going, should we do this for Halloween? Should we do this for Christmas? (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's like. I don't know. It is both. But like, I feel like it's mainly a Halloween movie because it's all about somebody from Halloween town trying to make Christmas Halloween. So, you know, it works. See,
0: but (laughs) counterpoint, it happens at Christmas. So you could argue that it's more Christmas movie because he commandeered Christmas at Christmas time because it starts out at Halloween but then quickly moves past the actual date of Halloween.
1: Mm-hmm. So we actually
0: don't get much Halloween in this movie. Just Halloween I wish, town. I wish we had like I I don't wish we had sequels, but like I wish we
1: had sequels where they went into the other doors. Like I want to see the Thanksgiving door and where they pulled the Easter bunny from. I want to see all those.
0: <laughs> I want to see Halloween Town's Halloween. Yeah. You know, all
1: we see is them wrapping up
0: for that night. I want to see Jack go out and scare the fuck out of all these fucking kids, you know? I want to see Jack and Sally like have
1: their actual relationship and have kids and have little, little pumpkin kings and ragdoll skeletons. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, I just, this is definitely a feel good movie. You know, I mean especially if you like wow. What? Wow. Tim Burton. <laughs> <laughs> I just <I'm> completely short circuited. <laughs> like, you should have seen my face. I was staring at the wall. My eyes were just glazed over completely. You got like a twitch going on. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like how the fuck did I forget Tim Burton? I also really like stop motion animation because I think it's mm-hmm. fascinating. Like I every single time I've gotten into a movie that is stop motion animation, I've always watched the behind the scenes of them actually doing the scenes. And it blows my mind that any human has patience enough to do that.
1: Dude, I feel like that is a true art form back to like when Disney was first starting and they had to actually hand draw every single scene every every second like it flipped through. That is art. And I feel I love movies movies are art but I feel like that's a separate kind of art that I really hope somebody at least tries to carry on
0: well like a studios is so so Coraline so y'all know I'm fucking uh, I I fucks heavy with Coraline right that was my birthday movie last year I know right (laughs) Uh, the, the tattoo on my fucking thigh doesn't tip anyone off had no idea I know right but so Coral Coraline gets confused with Tim Burton a lot and just being his property it's not so and I'm bringing this up for a reason I'm gonna tie it in here just think, give me a second it's Laika Studios and Laika does a Paranorman they did the Kubo and the Two Strings which I want to
1: see that so bad
0: yeah and they pretty much corner stop motion animation. So I think that there's a huge market for that, you know, and I don't think it's going away anytime soon because of studios like that. That's just their thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, so interesting because like specifically when I watched the behind the scenes on Coraline, every single expression, tiny finger movement turn, like they have to, pose it it's claymation you know like
1: yeah or they have like a separate head that they have to keep popping on and off for different expressions yeah I agree like the I mean it'll take them like an entire day to do a minute that's insane patience
0: you know what's also funny is this is a completely separate story but my brother's girlfriend has three fears okay in life
1: I'm ready
0: couscous Because of the texture. She fucking hates it. Clowns, which I have a giant fucking Pennywise covering one of (laughs) my legs. And stop motion animation. What? I know. I'm like, oh, so like both of my tattoos (laughs) and couscous. You're like, like,
1: (laughs) I can never bring you... Middle Eastern food and in shorts, like
0: exactly like (laughs) that whole part of our relationship is over, which is like so. It cuts out like a whole. I know that there aren't a ton of films like that, but like if I couldn't watch Nightmare Before Christmas or Coraline or I just watched Paranorman the other night, like that would bring me so much sadness. (laughs) Like, yeah. That's just missing out on so much joy, you know? And especially with Nightmare Before Christmas, there's such a, like, a huge subculture behind that movie, you know? Mm-hmm. And for it to... It just doesn't even feel like it came out in, like, what, 1995, I think it came out? I
1: cannot believe it's that old. I agree. Yeah. Like, my brother
0: wasn't even born then. Yeah. He was born in 1996.
1: That is the best thing with art styles like that. Or, like, honestly, just cartoons. They tend to age much easier. Like you don't realize because it's stop motion. Like you don't need to know that it
0: was so old. Right. Like imagine showing this to your kids. Like if stop motion or claymation is still around, it's going to look just like everything else, you know. Mhm. Except for the VHS that I have probably doesn't, but <laughs> Right. You just watch it on 4K or whatever on Disney Plus and it'll look fucking fantastic, you know. Like Everyone knows the story of Nightmare Before Christmas. So it, there's no need to like go through a plot walkthrough. Yeah. There is something political, though, that I'm going to bring up that okay. I thought was an interesting point. That before anyone freaks out or is like, why is everybody blah, 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 think about it. Truly think about it because I think it is a valid point. Tim Burton has this habit of not casting people of color in his films, and his live action films, because he goes for this washed out, very pale gray. Yeah, he's a goth. Right. But that excludes people of color. Like people of color can be goth. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And so he, that's a problem. That's problematic, right? And so it was funny because I saw someone talking about this and it's like, how does Tim Burton not see the fucking irony in his own film when Jack Skellington goes and steals from other fucking cultures and then comes back. And I was like, that's fucking hilarious in not a great way. And then they're t- they were talking about like the cognitive dissonance of like white people. And like, you know, it, I mm-hmm. was just like, that's, that's interesting. Cause he does, he does do that. He be doing that. Mm-hmm. And, I and it made me sad that there was a, some some enjoyment from this movie that was taken away from people because Tim Burton has done that so consistently. So, and he does he has done that and he has been called out for it before and he just he just doesn't, you know. Yeah. cast people of color which there is an entire like I love movement of like including people of color in like the goth and alternative scenes, which they have that's been cool. exclusively left out of because of that. So just throwing that out there, it's it's a beautiful movement. So you should check it out. Like there's a bunch of it on TikTok. So but that was the only thing I was going to bring up that I thought was interesting because typically like, you know, the conversations about the plot of Nightmare Before Christmas is just like don't try to be someone you're not, and, you know, mm-hmm. that kind yeah. of thing. Which is totally fair. And like this is definitely a movie I will share with my kids. I'm not having kids. Your kids.
1: If I had kids. Cookies. Christmas and Halloween
0: cookies. Mm -hmm. I fucks with making cookies. (laughs) And gingerbread houses. I don't like gingerbread, but yeah. Yeah. I'll still make the house. I just won't eat the house. (laughs) Perfect. I don't know why. Ginger just is very off putting to me.
1: Oh my god, I'm the opposite. Like fuck sugar cookies. I'm all about gingerbread. Like, yeah. You like my sugar cookies but if they were gingerbread men if it was a gingerbread michael myers yes
0: i don't know <laughs> Fucking first of all i have to put so much icing on that gingerbread <laughs> you know how sweet that bitch would be yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and first of all that michael myers was the hardest goddamn cookie i've ever made in my I, entire like, never life
1: Never i have he sits on the shelf
0: yeah well he got eaten but fucking <laughs> Yeah, anyways, but I just, like every Halloween, I, even some, I mean, I guess I would mostly watch this at Halloween. I don't ever watch Nightmare Before Christmas at Christmas, to be honest. Oh, see, it's a Halloween movie. I didn't say (laughs) I disagreed with you. I was just playing devil's advocate for the Christmas part of things, but I personally watch it at Halloween. Yeah, agreed. But I do see the counterpoint, though, because it is mostly at the Christmas time on the calendar.
1: Yes, but if you're a Christmas type person in at Christmas time, you don't really want to watch this because it's got spooky things. You want to be like Amanda, who's like making sugar cookies and being all cutesy and happy with Christmas.
0: I'm basically a gothic elf for Halloween. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have, you know, very dark clothing, but like you walk into my house... It smells like a pine tree. I have fucking <laughs> lights everywhere. I have things that say merry and joy and you're like, "Who the fuck is this?" And exactly. I just evolve into a completely different person <laughs> from Thanksgiving until New Year's and then I go back yes. to my miserable self,
1: which I love. It's freaking awesome.
0: <laughs> it's just, just
1: a duality too, in my character. It's like your own Jekyll and Hyde, like <laughs>
0: Exactly. Just at Christmas, though. I don't know. I just have the warmest, fuzziest (laughs) of me comes out at Christmas and then it gets tucked away.
1: That's That's the only time she's allowed to come out.
0: I'm a pretty warm and fuzzy person, I feel like. Yes, you are. I just hate it.
1: (laughs) I don't want to be.
0: No, I would rather be (laughs) like fucking Oogie Boogie. Oh, my God. Who doesn't give a fuck kidnapping the sandy claws and playing what does he play roulette yeah yeah whatever the fuck you i don't know a selfish motherfucker who doesn't give a fuck about (laughs) anybody else i just feel like life would be a lot easier that way you know dude be lonely though Eh, do you really care though at that point this is why it's so hard to talk about nightmare before christmas because everyone (laughs) fucking knows about nightmare before christmas so you just go down the rabbit hole and then all of a sudden we're talking about the fact that i don't want to be nice (laughs) (laughs) it's true yeah i did though like the only i okay so i hate blink 182 okay just gonna throw that out there y'all can crucify me later i know (laughs) But when I was All in middle school small things I know, know, back at you now. <laughs> I know, I know. But the like when I was in middle school and I was a little emo kid, I was like, you know, the, cause they sing a, a a line about Jack and Sally, you know? hmm Me like Jack and Sally, if you want but you come, it's fine. And I was like, that's my jam because <laughs> because it just had that line in it. So this truly is like a cultural cornerstone of the alternative community.
1: I love how this is basically a cartoon musical and Amanda and I have now sung three small snippets. We've made our own like musical episodes. Great.
0: You know, I am a a professionally trained singer, so, you know. Exactly. See? I could totally sing you a musical. Yeah. You won't like it, but I'll do it. (laughs) I actually was the my favorite one though is Jack's Lament, and that tells you how fucking emo i am because it's the one where he's singing about what a like how fucking sad he is like a sad sack of shit he is and it's my fucking favorite like he doesn't want to be the pumpkin king anymore he's just so sad about being the best and i'm like (laughs) same like
1: (laughs) you and i have talked about in other episodes watching the movies that made us on netflix
0: yeah have you
1: seen the Nightmare Before Christmas one?
0: No, I've only seen Friday the 13th and Halloween. Those are the only two I've watched.
1: You should check out the Nightmare Before Christmas one. It's really fucking interesting. It has the obviously the people that actually made it not Tim Burton, and honestly, Tim Burton wasn't really even a part of it. He just got his name like plastered on it to sell it, which fucking bites the big one. But the guy who Tim Burton I, be
0: like that sometimes, though. Yeah. And I have mixed feelings about Tim Burton. Like I didn't really get into all the things that I could have gotten into with what I mentioned earlier. But yeah, I have I have mixed feelings about Tim Burton and he is just like a, a yeah, general character. But
1: definitely, but the guy who he doesn't voice Jack for the whole thing, but he does sing for Jack he was the one who basically like created this character and he just really got into this character so much. And Jack's lament was like a big part of that. So you should definitely check it out. I think you'd like it. Was that Danny Elfman
0: or no? Did he just do the music? Uh,
1: just did the music. I. It was somebody from a band
0: like, Oh, it is. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I fucks with Danny Elfman, too. I really like him. I don't think he's done anything skeezy. I just mean, like, I don't really know much about him. But just in what I know that he's done and the music that he's done, Mm -hmm. I really like Danny Elfman. Yeah. Because he's done a lot of cool stuff, if you don't know about Danny Elfman. That's... Yeah. Like, obviously, he's super famous for
1: well didn't Nightmare you tell me Christmas, he's done but... like so many scores like i think you said it in one you were like that's danny elfman right and i'm like i don't have a fucking clue what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes yes he he has done a lot of stuff i think he did the simpsons he he's done he's done a lot of work with tim burton and also it just oh, makes me so happy like just this, this, that like that warm, fuzzy feeling you get, like mm-hmm. when you watch old movies like that, it's, that's just all about like, and also Danny Elfman, like the, he the, he's Tim Burton's guy. Like he did Edward Scissorhands. Mm-hmm. And then obviously after that, he did, he did Mars Attacks. Oh, okay. That I mean, gives a fuck about that. Goodwill Hunting, Men oh. in Black. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I know not a lot of people care about this, but the fucking Spider-Man movies from back in like the early 2000s, you yes, know, with Tobey yeah. Maguire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dark Shadows. Like, I mean, he's just a... He's... he's, Yeah. He's a badass. He, he I like to think of Danny Elfman and John Williams in the same camp. Da, oh. Danny Elfman's just weird. <laughs> Who's... Um, Star Wars. I'm sorry. Jaws. Jaws, oh, man, so annoyed with me.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: Da, da, da. Okay, got it. I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> man, it, man, it's. Fine. I know you're not a music person, but we were in the car the other day and I was telling her how I just can't even listen to the Exorcist theme song because of the me, 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 me. And she was like, no, that doesn't fucking bother me. And I was like, how did it not bother you? I love that because <laughs> I'm not a
1: music person. I'm sorry. I, I'm a movie person. I apologize.
0: It's okay. I forgive you. I'll just point out every annoying thing in a score. The only good thing about Halloween kills was the score though. That was a badass score, I will say. Had a good yeah. good fucking music. True. But it always does. Exactly. That's why it Halloween kinda- has good music. Yeah. I'm going to spew an unpopular opinion. I fucking hate Sally. Agreed. Oh my god, <laughs> like I <You>. just <laughs> She drives me n- I don't know why. I, she just seems so whiny to me. Please. I hate to be this bitch, but
1: please, please, please watch Netflix. The movies that made us Nightmare Before Christmas because the lady who created Sally was Danny Elfman's girlfriend at the time. And she's also a really whiny bitch. So
0: <laughs> check it out. Like I but what's so funny is like, I don't even know about that because Jack is really whiny in this. Dude, and I don't understand,
1: like, watching it this time, because I'd seen it forever, watching it this time, I was really thinking of it as, like, a love story, and I don't get it, because she is lusting after him the
0: whole time, and he acts like she doesn't even fucking exist. I'm saying, also, this came out in 93, not 95, I was wrong. I was trying to do that off the top of my head, but yeah, he like, I don't understand their love story. He doesn't know she yeah. exists. And then all of a sudden when she was, when he's like, Oh yeah, she was right. I'm going to make out with her. What are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? I just, yeah. yeah, they didn't really do any characterization on the love story part of it, which which is kind of interesting and that's all is it just the the unfortunate like are we just programmed for her to be annoying because she's a female with a high voice and it's whiny that that's what i'm concerned about here because he's the whiniest bitch <laughs> and he yeah. doesn't annoy me so yeah. am i misogynist right now like I, <laughs> i'm concerned like you know but she just annoys the shit out of me and she's the supposed like supposed to be the smart character you know i
1: mm-hmm.
0: said so, well i just do not like her. Agreed. I don't know why. Man, it's the patriarchy. I just know it. <laughs> Got to fight against that. I love her. She's my favorite. Yeah. She's Fuck Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Zero is the hero. Let's be real. Yeah, exactly. We love Zero.
1: It's his movie.
0: There was a stupid thing I saw on TikTok. I'm sorry I yelled. But it was like, there's a Mandela effect with the Nightmare Before Christmas. Zero's nose was never like a pumpkin it was always just red or the other way around and I was like no no because it's a pumpkin on the tip of his nose yeah, if you look hard enough right Halloween town right, right right and everyone was like no his nose used to just be red and then someone went and watched the old VHS and they were like no guys we're all wrong you just couldn't see it because the VHS def was so low and I was like <laughs> yeah it was always a pumpkin you guys stop fighting. yeah stop thinking that it's Rudolph right it's not it's a pumpkin it's a glowing pumpkin anyways I don't have anything else to say but I will say that it's got a 95% from critics and a 91% from the audience which makes sense because you know people just fucks heavy with this movie they just love Mm -hmm. it like (gasps) Chris Duckman is the top review on this one Mm -hmm. What? Yeah, on Rotten oh Tomatoes, God. top critic. I'm blown away by just the construction of the scenes and by all the effects that have been incorporated to make everything move fluidly. And there's also the charming imperfection to the animation that just makes it so gorgeous. Rating A. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. Chris Stuckman's reviews right there at the yeah. top. We love him. Yeah, th- I don't. There's one three star there, but. Yeah, and it's not too long either. It's you know Mm-mm. very I a mean, good like film.
1: It's like an hour and sixteen or something.
0: Yeah, I'd probably give it a four personally. It, it's not like a perfect film for me, you know. It's it's I enjoy it, but you know, it's yeah, not a five, but I like it. You know, probably so probably uh, a four.
1: Agreed. Like it's culturally and what they put into it's probably a five, but for my enjoyment, yeah, it's okay. I don't watch it all that often because it's not my type of film. So probably more a four.
0: Coraline for me is a five because it's like pushes that scary envelope. And that's mm-hmm. why I like yeah. that that takes it there for me. Like I don't wanna, I know we talked about that last year, but like that's the I just think it's a better movie. Yeah. And I know that they're apples and oranges because they're not trying to do the same thing and Coraline came later. But like, you know, I that's that's what took that to a five for me. Especially being a kids' movie, was it was actually fucking creepy. Mm -hmm. And I know this one's not trying to be creepy, but like,
1: mm, you know. So yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, if I'm sure this is a part of y'all's most of y'all's childhood, but if it's not, like, it's a good one to be part of your kids' childhood if you have kids for sure. Definitely. Yeah. So and I'm sure it'll be part of your children's childhoods because I probably won't have those. So.
1: Nah, maybe I think I'd rather put on Coraline, but.
0: You can do both. (laughs) Right. I like Paranorman a lot. I've never seen Frank and Weenie, and I feel like I need to watch that one, too, because a lot of people really like that one. I just haven't gotten around to it.
1: Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen either of those, but I remember them being okay.
0: I also like Hotel Transylvania a lot. That one's really cute. I
1: really like Hotel Transylvania.
0: Yeah. And see when I think about all these other ones, I'm like, yeah, night before Christmas is good, but also all these. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's really good, but it y- there are others that I also really enjoy, probably on the same level, if not more. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. Well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We have almost made it. Almost oh made my god. it. Tomorrow. Oh my, god. oh my god, I know. And then time can stop because I'm not ready to turn 29 yet. So <laughs> we can just stop at Halloween. I'm good. So As always, you can find us all over socials. Everything is The Extra Sisters Podcast, except for Twitter, which is at The Extra Sisters. And if you'd like to follow us on Patreon, you can do so at patreon.com slash The Extra Sisters Podcast.
1: And we'll be back with you tomorrow for Halloween for the night no one comes home. Till then, stay creepy.